Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll be celebrating Arthur Wimperus's birthday, make a visit to the Wabash, fire some cannonballs, play One of These Things is Not Like the Other, and give up. But before all that, I need to make a quick correction. Last week I played Zapateado by Yasha Heifetz, and due to a couple of typos, gave the wrong recording date. For those of you keeping score, the correct date of the unissued recording we heard is December 18th, not 19th, and 1924, not 1934. Back on the September 13th show, I mentioned Arthur Wimperus, and he's getting mentioned again tonight. Actually, more than mentioned, because last week, December 3rd, marked the birth in 1874 in London of English playwright, lyricist, and screenwriter Arthur Harold Wimperus. He was educated at Dulwick College and University College London and began his career as an illustrator for the newspaper The Daily Graphic. Following service in the Second Boer War, he began a writing career as a lyricist and librettist for musical comedies, operettas, and reviews. Starting in 1930, he wrote screenplays and dialogue for British films, and from the 1940s on, he worked for MGM in Hollywood. In 1942, he won an Academy Award for Best Writing for his contribution to the film Mrs. Miniver. He died in England October 14, 1953. Here are a couple from Arthur Wimperus. I've one always said of all the joys I've ever tasted. Give me good wine like friendship is fine. For wine's our friend to the end. Here's luck of all the ills the flesh is heir to. You're rich yourself if you but care to. Your troubles pass with every glass. Your happiness returns on time. Friend, friend, true to the end, you're our counselor in the joy of sorrow. Drink up, finish the cup. We are here today and gone tomorrow. There's no sanity, we don't crown with When our youth is gone, and when love is blown, you're our friend to the end. Drink up, finish the cup, we are here. And go 
you're as sweet as a peach could be. Little peach, little peach, you are ripe for love. I beseech you to fall for me. But the shy little peach nestles out of reach in a nest that is all her own. And I fear it is true that if you only knew, she's a peach with a heart of Fred Waring's Pennsylvanians with Brother Tom providing the vocal refrain on Little Peach from Victor 19636, recorded April 2, 1925. Sigmund Romberg wrote the music, and Little Peach is from the two-act musical Louis XIV, which opened at the Cosmopolitan Theater on March 3, 1925. You had 319 chances until December 5th to catch it. Before that, concert and oratorio singer Reed Miller with Friend to the End. I love the line, drink up, finish the cup. We are here today, gone tomorrow. Victor 17555 was recorded February 25, 1914. Friend to the End was composed by Edmund Eisler and is from the three-act musical The Laughing Husband, which opened at the Knickerbocker Theater on February 2, 1914, but you had only 48 chances to see it. Because he was primarily a lyricist for stage shows, there aren't a lot of commercial recordings of Arthur Wimperus's songs, but there is this one. The song is I'll Make a Man of You. It's by Herman Fink and Arthur Wimperus and is a World War I recruiting song, sung across Britain to encourage young men to enlist in the military. It's sung by a flirtatious young woman about how she dates military men to turn them into better soldiers, and was included in the British production of The Passing Show of 1914 at the Palace Theatre in London. The song is not in the Broadway production. This record is HMV B481, one of three 10-inch 78s making up sort of an original cast album of songs from The Passing Show. The singer is Gwendolyn Brogdon, backed by the Palace Theatre Orchestra. 
got a perfect dream of a new recruiting scheme, and I really think it's absolutely. If only other girls would do as I do, I'm sure that you would manage it alone. If I turn all secrets from me, and the fear and the sorrow, I've an army and a navy of my own. Someday I'd walk out with a Gwendolyn Brogdon with I'll Make a Man of You from 1914. As you might guess from the subject material, the song lent itself to numerous obscene parody versions sung in music halls during World Wars I and II, and is still sung by British soldiers today. A somewhat sanitized version is in the 1963 show and film Oh What a Lovely War, a satire on World War I. Another show to which Arthur Wimperus contributed additional lyrics was the two-act Edwardian musical comedy The Sunshine Girl. It was first produced at the Gaiety Theatre in London in 1912 and had a Broadway run in 1913 starring Vernon Castle. The Victor Light Opera Company recorded Gems from The Sunshine Girl on September 12, 1913, issued as 12-inch catalog number 31889. The medley consists of eight tunes, but I'm not going to play the whole record because Paul A. Rubens and Cecil Raleigh wrote the lyrics to all but the first song on the record, which I am going to play. It's kind of hard to understand the words even with the transcription in front of you, so I'll read them at the end. The song is titled, When You Want a Cake of Soap. What? 
That's because the storyline of The Sunshine Girl involves the hero, Vernon Blundell, owner of the great Sunshine Soap Company, who falls in love with Delia Dale, who works in the perfumery department. Here's the song. If you couldn't quite make out the words to When You Want a Cake of Soap, it goes, When you want a cake of soap to finish off your toilet, we're the folks who boil it with your needs to cope. Everywhere we take the cake, we always take the prizes. Hence the term arises, while there's life, there's soap. Rhyming toilet and boil it. And they don't write them like that anymore. Lyricist Arthur Wimperus, born December 3rd, 1874. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Okay, I don't know if it's from being isolated here in the studio because of COVID for so long, or something in the air, or too many cocktails, but we're getting pretty silly with this segment. I'm going to play three records, all by the rounders. But borrowing a bit from Sesame Street, we're calling this segment... One of these things is not like the others. Which one is different? Do you know? Can you tell which thing is not like the others? I'll tell you if it is so. Everyone from the place Come on with a rain Cause I have a smile on my face 
something like the door That certain something I've been waiting for Show your dimple, smile at me mm -hmm. Can't you see I love you so? Oh, sweet as duty fruity You're a little beauty, hello Beauty, hello of definitions for rounder or rounders. The word first appeared in 1831 in plural form to refer to an English game played with a ball and bat somewhat resembling baseball. But for purposes of this segment, a rounder is a dissolute person, a wastrel, there's a great word right there, wastrel, or more simply, someone who frequents bars and is often drunk or who shows immoral or improper conduct. Anyway, we just heard The Rounders with Hello Cutie, written by Cliff Friend from Victor 20696, recorded April 29, 1927 at the Hal Roach Studios in Culver City. We started off this Rounders set with The Rounders and the very first recording of Singin' in the Rain, written by Arthur Freed and Nacio Herb Brown. Cliff Edwards made it famous in 1929 in the screen musical Hollywood Review of 1929, but we heard it by the Rounders from Victor 22002, recorded in the same session as Hello Cutie. According to John Bolig in the Victor Black Label discography, the Rounders were tenors Paul Reese, Norman Bennett and Dudley B. Chambers, baritone Richard C. Hart, and bass Armand Girard, accompanied by William Corley on piano. 
There's conflicting information which says the records were made at the Clift Hotel in San Francisco, and credits tenors Ben McLaughlin and Myron Misley, accompanied by William Cowles. Regardless, that means the one thing that's not like the others in that segment is the record in between, also by the Rounders, which is almost always a pseudonym for Harry Reeser, as in the case of Broadway Melody, recorded March 14, 1929, and issued on a whole slew of records, including the British Imperial label, which is the one we heard, catalog number 2078. Broadway Melody was also written by Brown and Freed, and thanks for playing, one of these things is not like the others. In the early 1920s, American writer Max Ehrman wrote a prose poem which came to be known as Desiderata, Latin for Things Desired. You've probably heard at least portions of it, the first line of which is, Go placidly amid the noise and haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. Although he copyrighted it, Ehrman distributed copies without a required notice, and the work was widely distributed by others, including in poster form in the 1960s and 70s. Ehrman's copyright was ruled abandoned and forfeited, and in 1971, San Francisco radio and TV personality Les Crane made a spoken word recording of Desiderata. The following year, National Lampoon famously parodied it on their first album, Radio Dinner, which I bought at the time and still have, with the shrink wrap intact, by the way, in a track titled Deteriorata. I'm not going to play the entire track, just the very end, to introduce this segment about giving up. The world continues to deteriorate. Give up. And on that happy note, here's Brian Lawrence. If love makes you give up steak and potatoes, then I don't want love. No, I've never been in love. I let each chance go by. I've never been in love, and here's the reason why. I've seen my friends in love They got a sad, sad deal I've seen my friends in love They couldn't sleep or enjoy a single meal And here's the way I feel If love makes you give up Steak and potatoes Chicken and corn And rice and tomatoes If love makes you give up All these things Then I don't want love if love makes you wake up blue and disgusted Tired and worn so you can't get adjusted If love makes you feel like you're on springs Then I don't want love Love is supposed to be wonderful Beautiful, divine But if it makes you feel like there's a million Mickey Mouses Dancing up and down your spine Then I'd rather give up Huggin' and kissin' And all the other thrills that they claim that I'll be missin' I stick to my tomatoes and mistake in my potatoes And I don't want love
love is supposed to be wonderful, beautiful, divine. But if it makes you feel like there's a million Mickey Mouses dancing up and down your spine, then I'd rather give up hugging and kissing than all the other thrills that they came that I'll be missing. So stick to my tomatoes and mistaken my potatoes, and I don't want love. deep one was either love or art soon i heard him whisper i'll write to her today i will ask her to forgive me and here's just what i'll say if i give up the saxophone 
will you come back to me? If I give up that toodle-oodle-oo, will we build and coo like we used to do? I know the fault is all my own, you warned me time and time. Lips that touch a saxophone, you said shall not touch mine. If I give up the saxophone, will you come back to me? My mother plays a drum My brother plays the horses just Because he is a bum My uncle plays harmonica He plays it kind of blue They took away the instrument Because the notes came If I give up the saxophone Will you come back to me? If I give up that toodle-oodle-oo, will we bill and coo like we used to do? I know the fault is all my own. You warned me time and time. Lips that touch a saxophone, you said shall not touch mine. If I give up the saxophone, will you come back to me? There are some people out there right now who I wish would just give up. But we started off that surrender segment with Brian Lawrence and the Quaglino Quartet with If Love Makes You Give Up Steak and Potatoes. That deck of 78, number F5218, made September 6, 1934, is the only British recording of that Lou Brown and Louis Alter song. But there were at least a couple in the U.S. by Todd Rollins and his orchestra with Chick Bullock and Willie Bryant and his orchestra. Quaglino in Quaglino Quartet refers to the Quaglino Restaurant in London where the band was resident. It was founded by Giovanni Quaglino in 1929, offered dining, dancing, and cocktails until midnight, and was very popular with high society, celebrities, and royalty. In fact, Queen Elizabeth was the first reigning British monarch to eat at a public restaurant when she dined at Quaglino's in 1956. The restaurant's reputation faded in the 60s, and it closed in 1977. It was purchased and reopened in 1993 with extensive renovations in an effort to bring it back to its original glamour. Next, it was Mike Riley and Eddie Farley and their Onyx Club boys with some good advice, Don't Give Up the Ship written by Al Dubin and Harry Warren. Champion 40065 was recorded November 26, 1935, a couple of weeks after Tommy Dorsey recorded with the vocal by Cliff Weston. 
It was made famous by Eddie Cantor on his Victor recording, but we heard If I Give Up the Saxophone by Jack Dalton and the Seven Blue Babies. Well, not really. Jack Dalton was a pseudonym for Jack Kaufman on Edison 14066, recorded March 26, 1929. Irving Kale and William Raskin wrote the lyric, and Sammy Fain the tune. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. As you probably know, I'm a huge W.C. Fields fan, and one of my favorite scenes is from his 1935 film, Man on the Flying Trapeze, in which burglars are singing in Ambrose Wolfinger's cellar, and he winds up joining them in a rousing chorus. And what are they singing? That's right. What's that in the pan, molasses? <laughs> Taste it, it's Applejack. What does this Applejack remind you of? Reminds me of the All and Social Club. Remember how Saturday nights we used to get plastered on Applejack? And what we used to sing? On the banks of the Wabash, far away. Do you remember the tune? Oh, the moonlight's fair. That's it. Tonight upon the Wabash. And okay, you're way ahead of me. Here's a set of rapidly rotating records about the Wabash.
played underneath the Wabash Moon in 2012 by the Savoy Orpheans. We just heard it by DeBroy Summers and his band from what sounds like the same arrangement on English Columbia 4666, recorded November 28, 1927. Dave Stamper wrote the music and Billy Rose wrote the words. Before that, the Triple R debut of Claude Bampton and his Prince's Theater Orchestra with Wabash Blues, composed by Fred Menken. DECA F6147 was recorded September 29, 1936. This was an instrumental, but there are words written by Dave Ringel. Prince's Theater, located on Shaftesbury Avenue in the London Borough of Camden, opened the day after Christmas, 1911. The name was changed in 1962 to the Shaftesbury Theater, and I'm happy to report that not only is it still with us, but it's undergone extensive restoration of the facade and renovations of the structure. We began that Wabash set with Carol Gibbons and the Savoy Hotel Orpheans who were thinking about the Wabash on March 10, 1944. Sammy Kahn and Walter Bullock wrote the words and Jules Stein the music. As part of that Wabash segment, I could have played Wabash Cannonball. I didn't, but it's going to start off this segment about cannonballs. Here's Ballard Cross. From the great Atlantic Ocean to the white Pacific shore. From the Queen of Flowing Mountains to the South Bell by the shore. She's tall and handsome and she's known quite well by all. She's a combination on the Wabash Cannonball. Listen to the jungle, the ramble and the roar As she glides along the woodlands, through the hills and by the shore Hear the mighty rush of the engine, hear that lonesome hobo squall You're traveling through the jungles on the Wabash Cannonball She went down to Birmingham one cold December day as she passed through the station, she heard all the people say, As a girl from Tennessee, she's long and tall. She come down to Birmingham on the Wabash Cannonball. Now listen to the jungle rumble and roar, As she glides along the woodlands, through the hills and by the shore. Hear the mighty rush of the engine, hear the lonesome hobo squall. You're traveling through the jungles on the Wabash Cannonball. Our eastern states are dandy, so the people always say. From New York to St. Louis and Chicago by the way. From the hills of Minnesota where the rippling waters fall. No changes can be taken on that Wabash Cannonball. I'll listen to the jungle, the rumble and the roar, As she glides along the woodlands, through the hills and by the shore. Hear the mighty rush of the engine, hear the lonesome hobo squall. You're traveling through the jungles on the Wabash Cannonball. Yes, the Daddy Claxton, may his name forever stand. Long be remembered through the courts of Alabama. His earthly race is over, 
the curtains round him fall. We'll carry him home to victory on the Wabash Cannonball. Listen to the jungle, the ramble and the roar. As she glides along through the woodlands, the hills and by the shore. From the hills, Minnesota, where the rippling waters fall. No changes can be taken on that Wabash Cannonball.
Recorded in the Webster Hotel in Chicago, December 16, 1926, Jelly Roll Morton and his Red Hot Peppers with Cannonball Blues. Before that, from a 1908 Zonophone record, the very first recording of Joseph Charles Northup's classic rag, Cannonball, identified as Cannonball March on the label, performed by the Home Guards Band. Hugh Ballard Cross was born October 19, 1904, in Oliver Springs, Tennessee. He was a member of the Cumberland Ridge Runners in the 30s, appearing in stage shows and radio broadcasts. As Ballard Cross, he recorded six sides over two days at the Knoxville Sessions, a couple of novelties including Old Black Crow and the Hickory Nut Tree and My Poodle Dog, and some more well-known titles including Wabash Cannonball on Saturday, August 31, 1929, which started off this Cannonball segment. That was issued on Vocalion, but as Hugh Cross, he made the very first recording of Wabash Cannonball for Columbia a few months earlier on April 9th, issued on catalog number 15439. In the 1930s, Hugh Cross formed a group with Suge Fisher called Hugh and Suge's Radio Pals and were heard on broadcasts from the Town Hall here in Compton, California. And you might just be hearing from Hugh and Shug in an upcoming show. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>